Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. All right, I think we're going to have some fun now. That's We right. are live. That's what I'm talking about. All right, well, if you could see us on your screen, that is a good thing. That means we are live and in charge here for Into the Lab podcast. That's right, season two, episode 36. We have a doozy today, a filler episode, but a filler episode that's going to be a lot of fun. If you are familiar with, their, with our show, we're glad you're joining us tonight. We'll go over what the itinerary is in just a moment. Of course, I am your host, Ernest Silva. That's right, the sport gene is live and in charge here for tonight. Um, the host that's hopefully hopefully your favorite host, um, going to have some fun tonight with some Dallas Cowboy action, some raffling, as well as some NFL rumors and some NBA playoff reaction. Um, if you guys are ready for us, it's going to be about an hour-long episode. At the end of the episode, those that are waiting for the raffle, stay tuned. We're going to have some fun with that raffle. Um, now, meanwhile, announcer, why don't you go ahead and bring us in right? And now, tonight's starting lineup. All right. If you heard an announcer voice, you're going a little crazy, but let's introduce the man who is joining us today. That is right. The man in Pittsburgh, Just Paul. What is going on, Ernest? So glad to be back on. Took a little week off last week. Um, I'm ready to be back. Let's talk some sports, man. It's a great time of year. We got NHL going on. We got NBA going on. We're getting into football rumors. So uh, it was a big week. Let's do it. It really was. It really was. Uh, we have a, a big episode for you today. Of course, Just Paul is the owner of Blue Collar Media Group. We're excited to have you on talking sports as usual. And of course, the mothership Blue Collar Media Group at Blue Collar MG is where you can find them or www.bluecollarmg.com. We have some awesome news to talk about that we were just talking about a little while ago. Stay tuned for that as well. Um, but let's Let's talk about the lineup tonight. We have a one-round segment. We're going to go around the NFL and talk about some of the recent trade rumors and some fantasy teasers for you. But we're going to start off with NBA action in round one. So, yeah. as always, announcer, why don't you come in and ring that bell? Round one, league news and updates. If you also heard a bell, you're going a little crazy again because, again, that's just for our podcast, folks. But uh, let's talk news around the league. Our round one segment, of course, is brought to us by Triple Double Basketball Academy. If you are an athlete down in the Rio Grande Valley, go check out Harlingen's very own Triple Double Basketball Academy where you can go into statewide tournaments and develop your skills. If you're not dribbling two basketballs around your le- around your body and through your legs, you're not doing it right, Triple Double Basketball uh, Paul, we talked about what we weren't sure about uh, when it came uh, to the NBA playoffs. But I'll tell you what, we did not expect this. So let's start with the Lone Star Shockers, which is the Dallas Mavericks getting to play against the Los Angeles Clippers in L.A., handing them two losses in L.A. So the question I have to start off with is, is Dallas just peaking at the right time? I mean, to me... I'm so tired. I, I'm sick to my stomach from drinking the Clippers Kool-Aid. I'm done drinking it. I'm over it. I mean, when are we going to start saying that Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> and Paul George are lockdown defenders? You gave up 100 points in three quarters last night, boys. It's just a myth. It's an urban legend. You guys are and far from lockdown. Um, you know, uh, good for Dallas and good for Luca, honestly. Um, but I just feel like the Clippers have no confidence and Tyron Lou is making terrible coaching decisions. How can Luke Kennard not be playing right now? 
Right. How can he not be playing? You need somebody to answer those threes. He's the only one that can do it for you. You're trading twos for threes all the time. I I, I don't know. And, and them switching screens and just giving open looks on the threes are, I mean, absolutely ridiculous. You cut it down to, what was it, like five last night? And then you switch a screen and no one goes out and covers them. It, it's just bottom of the net. So, I'm just tired of it. I, I, I'm tired of the Clippers. I uh, I hope they honestly get knocked out and Kawhi is just gone, right? Kawhi has to be thinking to himself right now, why did I go to this LA team? You're absolutely right. And I'm going to talk about Kawhi Leonard in just a second. But let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks a little bit. Yep. Luka Doncic doing something that James Harden really couldn't do by himself in Houston where he had to have a co-star um, but beating good teams, I mean, coming out and swinging against the good teams and hitting them and punching them in the mouth. Um, this is the second year in a row uh, where L.A. is underperforming in round one. But when it comes to Luka Doncic's performance, I mean, it's gutsy. We're talking about a, a, a posterized dunk, a three in the face of Paul George. I mean, tearing apart on the offensive end which is expected, but also going on the defensive end and leading that charge. And you don't really see that in a two-way player with his caliber and his usage percentage for a Dallas Mavericks team that is really solely around him as, as still Chris has forcing is, hasn't really found his no. fit in this system uh, since, since uh, Steven Silas left uh, the Dallas Mavericks in the offseason. So um, Dallas now only has to win two more games in five, right? They only have to win really one at home and yep. then feel fresh enough in five or six to close it out. Whereas the Clippers are going to have to win four or five and, and that's going to be much tougher for them. Other than the Max Kleber meme that keeps going around where three Clippers are yelling at him and because of they, he got posterized. I mean, it, this is just another underperforming appearance for Kawhi Leonard, who is, uh, really big about teamwork and boosting up the players around right. him. Um, and, and playoff P is back in prime form. So you're going to have to ask yourself, if you're the Clippers, where do you go from here? And you don't want to lose out on a, on a, an all NBA, all-star caliber player like Kawhi Leonard, who you have is basically a rental who can easily say, I'm free this off season. Who wants yep. me? And yep. have young teams pitching for him and have, have other all-stars pitching out for him. That's kind of huge. So um, when it comes to the this this series, I don't think there's a better series right now to watch if the Clippers battle back in games three and four because it's going to be an absolute slugfest come the uh, games five, six, and seven. So really excited for uh, for this series. Um, and so I've got to I got to say I think Dallas is peaking at the right time. But I think it has it's a perfect storm for, for LA where now they have matchup problems and now Ty Lu is questioning his rotation. So if you're the Dallas Mavericks, step on the throat in game three and just say it's over at this point. And then you can move on and face the winner um, in that one eight matchup. Uh, I like to let's let's move on and talk about a different series that's also catching my interest, which is going to be those trail those trail, trail, trail blazers. Um, and, and and they split in Denver, right? And so the the big thing was is that Denver recovered in game two after getting punched in the mouth in game one. Um, but we, we, when we first talked about this series last week, we said, no Jamal Murray, no problem for the Blazers. Like That was what the initial reaction right. was. Do you still feel that the, the Nuggets really don't have a shot in this series? Or did you see some fight? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say they don't have a shot when you have the MVP. You know, as long as, the, you know, Jokic, I mean, he could – he could steal games for them, but right. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just going to be the team that has the player that goes off. Like if it's Dame, then the Trailblazers are going to win. If it's Jokic, it's going to be Denver is going to win. Um, I think it's a real toss up. I, I don't think either one of them can challenge out West after seeing what I've seen the first two games. Uh, they both just have too many problems. Um, but no, I still like the Blazers to win this series. I do. I think Dame will. I think Dame will steal a couple games. He'll drop a fifty piece somewhere in this series, and and get him a couple dubs. Yeah, I do think that Damian Lillard will take over a couple games. So I think that's guaranteed three wins right there for the for the Blazers. So you're you're the Denver. If you're Denver, you're looking at seven game series, or you're you're not winning this one. 
Um, and then you, don't, you cannot forget about CJ McCollum. But I put a little hashtag there, mellow time. I think if you're if yeah. you're Carmel Anthony, this is your time to shine, right? You have that one last yeah. run or maybe a couple runs left in you. And and uh, the Portland Trailblazers is a new home for him. And they absolutely love him. I, I, I do love the matchup for Portland. I still think Portland in six in this series um, doesn't really sway for me. Um, but how about Damian Lillard in opening round series, right? Just comes out right. and just establishes dominance and yeah. just, just completely sways whether on the road or, or at home. And, um, I do like the way Portland has, has, has used a rotation. They've gone 10 deep in both games. Um, and that's with close games and with losing. And so you got to admit when it comes to stamina, that's going to be a team to watch. Cause it's not going to be uh, an easy exit for any team that has to play them in the playoffs. Um, intriguing to see who comes out of one of the next massive matchups we're going to talk about, um, because what kind of matchup that's going to be, it's a terrible matchup, um, for teams like the Lakers, um, and the, and the jazz because of the lack of, of, of height and, and big men physicality down low. So, uh, for Portland, and we'll talk about this series next week, but for Portland, this has got to be, uh, again, same like Dallas, go home, take care of business and come back for game five, where you can say it's a closeout game. Or this series, the series is over, right? And that's I, that's. I, I, I think it's just this is like a classic NBA zigzag series. It's just going to be a classic zigzag series. They're going to split, split, home win, home win. See what happens in Game Seven. So you still you still think this is going to be a Game Seven series, seven yeah, game absolutely. series? Yeah, absolutely. Just because, just because, uh, just because you have the MVP, like, and that's what wins in the NBA when you have. The most dominant player on the court, that's who wins the game. Yep, I absolutely agree. And let me take let me take that as a pause to tell everybody if you are here for the Dallas Cowboys raffle, that raffle is going to be at 8 30 p.m. Central Time. We are excited Tune that, in. You're, that you're joining us tonight. Uh the Durain gang is what I'm calling them for my mother. So excited to have you guys getting a chance for Cowboys. Panthers tickets. That's right. That raffle is around 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Doreen is going to be uh, on Facebook, so she wants to be there to see the raffle. We are spinning the wheel. So what we're going to do is we're going to have all 50 numbers of all of you that have your own number. Remember your number. We are going to spin it four times for the man, Dak Prescott. That's right. Four times for the man, (laughs) Dak Prescott. And the fourth time that wheel spins, you'll have a chance to win Dallas Cowboy Carolina Panther tickets. So tune in. We are excited for that raffle, but if you're staying on and you want to talk shop, please please uh, participate. Comment below. Give us something to talk about on here. We're going to talk some NBA playoff series, which is going to go to the king of the NBA, LeBron James. And I told this to everybody. If LeBron James loses game one like he regularly does, trust me, he does not lose game two. I told okay. people in person, I told people online, What's the spread? One and a half, bet three. What's the spread? Three, bet six. They are going to take care of Phoenix and take care of them. They did. LeBron James and company took took game two with, with, you know, Laker fashion, and the series is tied 1-1. Paul, before I go and talk about the groin shot, are you surprised that this game split in Phoenix? No. Uh, I I wish that Chris Paul was 100%. Um, uh, you know, I don't know what this series looks like with him. Uh, he, you can, if you watched the game last night, he, he's obviously, it's, it's obviously a problem. Um, and I don't know, I, I, I don't know what happens, um, uh, with that going forward. Um, Anthony Davis was the real show last night. I thought, um, you know, I, I thought that he actually stepped up and played well, um, I'm not a fan of them having I don't think it works with LeBron, him and Drummond on the floor at the same time. It looks absolutely terrible. Um and Drummond, if you're going to play Drummond, then he's got to stop Aiden. Like if you're not going if he's not going to stop Aiden, then there's no reason to have him in there. That uh, you know, um I I yes, they handled business last night, but I would still like to see them go to maybe a smaller lineup. Um, it, at least in certain situations, and just have AD play the center, and um, you know, like uh, you know, Kenny said last night when we were talking about it, um, you know, Alex Caruso, um, you know, he is a good defender. I mean, he's somebody that you could put on Booker, um, 
and, and, and you know, maybe get that, you know, hold him in check. And without Chris Paul, I don't really know what else the Suns could do. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, you're absolutely right with that because the Phoenix Suns without Chris Paul is not not as good with Chris Paul. I mean, that's an obvious statement, but you rely on a, a Phoenix Suns team led by Devin Booker and Aiton who are not going to be as familiar in a seasoned veteran like LeBron James who lives for the playoffs. I mean, this is when he turns it on to another gear. And to see Anthony Davis step it up to another level as well and take over for, I think it was what they predicted about 13 and a half minutes where it was just him shooting the ball. That's that's hard to compete with, especially with a young team. Um, but let's not let's not get away from what the real thing is here. And it's Chris Paul in the playoffs just does not have another gear. He plays all season at the highest gear he has. He's a fantastic, incredible player all season. He's done this with four different teams as the lead guard. He just doesn't have that extra gear because when he flips it up to the fifth gear, he gets hurt. It just continues to happen. And it's unfortunate because he is probably one of the best, if not the best passers in the history of the game. He's one of the best antagonizers in the game. And he can't hit that second level, that second gear. I'm sorry, that fifth gear when he gets into the playoffs. And, um, it was the perfect matchup for the Los Angeles Lakers who needed that game to win just to solidify dominance and get home court advantage. So the home court advantage situation of getting a one seed or a four seed is gone. Now the Lakers have it. Yeah. So the Lakers will go back yeah. to LA and, and another f- foot on the throat situation, LeBron and company um, take care of that. Then in game three and game four, then this, this series is, is pretty much over as well. Um, and gamer bugs out in Germany saying CP3 is great, but injury prone. And he agrees with our take. I'm absolutely with you, gamer bugs. When it comes to uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, this is what they were. I don't want to say hoping for any injuries, but this is what they expected coming into this series that there would be some injury rotation minutes there in Phoenix. Um, and and I'd like to hit on a point you made, Paul. Uh, the Drummond experiment is not working, but unlike in another team in the East that we're going to talk about next. They didn't have a lot of time to mesh either. LeBron not playing hurts those rotation minutes, not being able to sync up Drummond and Davis for almost, uh, you know, 26 games now that, that in the regular season that they couldn't play. You can see it. It's rust and Drummond not exactly fitting that se- that that uh, that system shows that they were just chasing stars and trying to put some in there to compete with Brooklyn. So if you're a Los Angeles Lakers fan, you're you're happy today going going into watching the rest of the first round games. Um, but you're going to want to make sure that you don't split in LA and that Chris Paul's shoulder doesn't automatically heal um, come games five, six, and seven. You don't want to be in a dog match with a team that's much younger and faster than you are. So a great series, in my opinion. I'm still, I still have the Lakers in six in this one. Did that sway you at all with how the Lakers performed in the first two games? No, it just, uh, I don't, I don't know how. I don't. I, I just, I guess, I wasn't a believer in Phoenix. I'd say more than. I am a believer that the Lakers can um, be that dominant force again. I would say um, they still didn't look they didn't look sharp last night. I wouldn't say by any means. Like you know that stretch where AD took over, separated them. LeBron hit a clutch shot at the end, and they took care of business. But it wasn't anything like um, where you felt like Phoenix was just overmatched. Yep, I completely agree. I, I, Again, I am a Phoenix believer, so I was excited. But when they got matched up with L.A., I don't believe LeBron loses in the first round. So I wasn't right. uh, I wasn't picking them in the series. Um, I will ask you this to end this part of this segment. Was the groin shot legit or was it illegal? I've got to ask you, did you feel it was intentional or was that groin shot that Anthony Davis did completely innocent? It wasn't completely innocent. It wasn't completely innocent, Fair. but was it like a flagrant one? I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I just, I see a lot of other stuff that get, they let go that is, you know, supposed to be flagrant ones that isn't and, you know, whatever, uh, you know, I, I'm good with the flagrant one. Like, uh, you know, that was fine. Um, do I think he did it like maliciously to hurt someone? No, but I think he did it to say, you're not going to bully me. Right. Right, right, which is what the grit you want to see. But I think Draymond Green has a point. 
Reggie Miller. If you're going to commentate against him and say he's dirty, do it the same to Anthony Davis. Don't just oh, be, I agree. Don't just be, you know, one-sided with it because he was saying, you know, it didn't look it didn't look like it was intentional. It was harmless. Got to say the same thing about Draymond. Then, if you're going to say that about Anthony Davis, there's no, yeah. there's no different intention there except for yeah. establishing, hey, step off because I'm going to do whatever I can to get away from you um, right. and score. So, all right. So, groin shot over. Let's talk a little bit about those Brooklyn Globetrotters dominating the the Boston Celtics in fashion that we haven't seen in quite a while. Um, well, I mean, I guess if you watch some of those Golden State Warrior playoff runs, you'd yeah. say that was a little dominating. But right. man, when Brooklyn was on, there was no stopping. And and kudos and shout out to Joe Harris leading Boston Celtics 14-13 there for about two and a half minutes by yeah. himself. Right. Um, right. Incredible showing and output from uh, Joe Harris. But uh, Brooklyn takes a dominating 2-0 lead in that series. Jason Tatum banged up for the second half, did not play. Um, Paul, I'm going to go right back over to you. Uh, Boston zero percent chance to gentlemen sweep now, or are you still giving them one game? Uh, I I don't even I I would say they win one in the Garden just because of the Garden, but that Jalen Brown injury just changed the whole thing. Like, you know, I what I was hoping for, you know, I was talking to Steve, was is they catch him in game one, um, you know, not really ready. And then go back to Boston 1-1 and then have Kyrie face that crowd, especially after the absolute asinine comments he made again today. Um, just another reason why I just do not like Kyrie Irvin as a as a person. Um, as a basketball player, okay, but as a person, um, to just blatantly say that there's going to be racist stuff going on there is absolutely ridiculous when, you know, you're just inviting the you're inviting the idiots. You're inviting the idiotic masses to to make that uh you know a reality. You're speaking that into reality. Right. Um, you know, but they're just the, the boss is just completely overmatched here. And um, and honestly, it's not like these guys have like put on like those warrior type um like performances, it's just machine like. Right. I mean, what they have like 82 in the first game combined, and then like 70 some last night like it's just machine like it's not um it's not like uh like uh the greatest show on the court or something you know it's but it just i mean it just piles up and piles up and piles up next thing you know they're in the 130s i mean we were at 101 points for the brooklyn nets at the two minute mark of the third quarter like they scored 62 combined last night but it's only because they stopped playing It's only because yeah. they stopped playing. And yeah. if you watch that team and you add Blake Griffin and Joe Harris into this mix, and and then you go to the bench. Joe Harris. Add, settle down with the Blake Griffin. Joe Harris. We can add Blake, Joe Blake, Harris. In. Blake Griffin was fantastic last night. I don't I don't know just, if you saw this, but Blake Griffin just, was – I mean, he was Showtime Blake Griffin last night. Just, I, I don't know. I don't know, but – there's something happening in Brooklyn that that's not normal, but there's there's more to this than the eye meets because you look at it and KD does not look 100 percent first off. No, so no. if you if you watch the game, KD is actually probably about 60 65 percent, but he's not playing particularly hard in these games. And no. um, I don't want you to think like, oh, so KD's not trying. No, KD is just not needed to take that right. extra gear, right? And you right. can recognize when you have that gear. Um, but James Harden is the third option on this team. So if yeah. you watch Brooklyn Nets, you press re- rewind on the game and you look at some of the statistics, James Harden is playing second passer and, and third score for a Brooklyn Nets team that has high productivity. And it goes back to almost saying maybe it wasn't right to have James Harden as the engine the entire time in Houston. I mean, they needed him to be that to win, but maybe he's just not the guy. You know, right. and it's hard for me to say that, you know, it's hard for me to say that, right. but it, it might be true, right? Chris Paul, not the guy, James Harden, right. not the guy. And right. it, it just didn't work out that way in Houston. And so in Brooklyn, it works out because the pressure is really around the craziness of Kyrie mm-hmm. and the injury of KD. And then you're mm-hmm. talking about, did, did Harden choke in the playoffs? Well, no, nobody's talking about that. Nobody's no, even thinking no. about that because there's so many storylines elsewhere. And so um, when it comes to the Brooklyn Nets, 
if you have those James Harden games, which we haven't even seen one yet in right. two games, that what is that going to look like? He's going to have 50 points by himself in three quarters, and they're going to be at 120 points at that point. So if a Joe Harris go-off gives gets you to 101 by, by the two-minute mark in the third, what in the world is a James Harden 50, 50 backer going to look like in three quarters? And so just a, just I call them the Brooklyn Globetrotters as a joke, but it's really kind of a statement. Who is going to slow down Brooklyn? Who is going to slow down three of the best scorers in the NBA? Who has that defensive unit right now? The Philly can Philly can give them problems. And B and B can be a problem for them. As long as Joel Embiid wants to be great, he can be great. Not, but I, but it's not. There's nobody. There's nobody that can match them talent for talent. So, we're, I mean, you know, I thought maybe I thought maybe the Heat could give them problems. You know, with Bam and and, and Jimmy. You know, maybe, but like they're just. They're just head and shoulders better than most of the teams in the East. I don't think the Bucks have. I don't think the Bucks have what it takes. And I, I mean, we have to see the Sixers. I mean, like I said, Embiid's really impressed me so far. And if he is that guy, then and scoring forty, you know, he can score forty a night. Um, you know, that can give somebody problems. Yep. I completely agree. I don't think there's anybody – I think you said it right. Nobody talent-wise that's going to compete with the Brooklyn Nets. Is there a better complete team? I don't think anybody in the West is a better complete team. I'm just going to put it agree. out. I'm gonna no, put it out I would there. agree. I would agree. No, I agree. The, the Jazz have injuries. Port, Portland maybe as a team, maybe. Dallas – the way they're playing now, maybe as a team, maybe, but they don't have the star power. Neither of those teams have the star power. No. And then the, the the teams that do have star power, like L.A., Phoenix, Phoenix, injury problems, L.A., rotation problems. And I, I, you never rule out LeBron, but age problem, too, going with that. And the LeBron-KD matchup has never favored LeBron. No. So there's – there's and I would if the Clippers were playing well, I'd say the Clippers have the best chance, but they're not. So – in the West, I kind of say, eh, I don't like Milwaukee. I don't like Miami. I'd be surprised with either New York or Atlanta. And then you have Philly. There's really just Philly. Yeah. That's that's really my, my take on this. The only yep. team that can beat the Brooklyn Nets are the Philadelphia 76ers. There's the hot take of the night. If they no, get out of, it, if they get out of the East, they're winning the championship. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not it's not a hot take at all. I, I don't, I'm not going to just – I'm not just going to write them in as the champion yet because I still believe that those super teams – it takes a year. We've seen it multiple times with multiple stars going to these places. That first year, they get there, and then you pull a Dallas Mavericks versus the Heat situation. And you get overconfident, and something happens, and it just, you know, turns. Um, we'll, we'll see. Well, like I said, we'll see. Like – we haven't seen them actually be in a heated playoff game and see who actually takes that shot, who actually does, you know, facilitate it. Like we'll, we'll have to wait and see when they're actually challenged, what that looks like, because say what you want, but there, there's a lot of um, me in some of those guys too. Like, you know, the, you know, I, Kyrie wants to make the play. Like he wants to take the shot. KD wants to take the shot. Harden, I don't know. I don't know if Harden wants to take the shot or not. I I, I don't know. You right. know more of that. You know, I mean, you know better than me. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I don't know if he's just becoming into his groove of, you know, wanting to be the facilitator and that's what he would do. But we'd have to see. I, I just want to see what happens when it's a two-point game and they, they get to inbound the ball and see what happens. Yep, I'm completely with you on that. And, and it's not even about the facilitation. I just want to make sure if you're listening to this, if you're on your podcast, just it's not about James Harden's facilitation. It's really more about him saying, I don't need the ball. And right. that that's huge because then teams, you know, that maybe had no interest in, in, in old age Harden, maybe see some sort of role for him as yeah. he's getting into his, his, his post-prime years. 
Um, I ultimately think he ends up back in Houston. I think this is his heat years that LeBron took, and he'll be back in Houston. But that's the uh, that's the optimist in me. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about a, a, a series that I'm unimpressed with so far, and I'd be surprised if you were. And as we're entering this final uh, NBA piece here, um, I just want to reach back out. All of you that are tuning in for the Dallas Cowboys ticket raffle that we're doing for Durain, uh, stay tuned, right? The Durain gang, you will have those Cowboy tickets raffle at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time or at least right around there. We want to make sure that you have your number. Make sure you memorize your number. If you don't remember it, text her. That way you know what number you are because we're just going to have numbers on that screen, and that's going to be uh, what the wheel spins. Again, four times for the man, Dak Prescott. We'll spin the wheel four times, so don't immediately react on the first three winners. It's the fourth winner that counts, um, but excited for that. Let's talk about a playoff series that is not special to me, and that is the Milwaukee Bucks. Quit bucking around is the title for this headline. That's because... Uh, that's all that's happening is a bunch of bucking around. You just have Giannis Antetokounmpo and the and the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, the first game was a little oh, watch out! This could yeah. be a series. And the second game yeah. was like, what? That's not even the same Heat team on the floor. Um, yeah. And and other than a highlight or special, I really don't have any interest in Miami right now. Uh, Paul, is this series over? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, I don't think Spolstro will let him roll over though. I don't think that that's the kind of like uh, culture they have down there in Miami. I don't think they'll they'll roll over. But um, also, though, too, like it could be interesting where you're leaving Milwaukee and then you're going to go down to Florida where it's a completely different country right now. Like packed arenas, people out everywhere, nightlife in Miami. I mean, these guys haven't been out in a long time. I know COVID protocols, but, you know, when the star of the league just does whatever the hell he wants, then what what stops these guys from just – going out and having a few drinks in Miami, um, you know, on South Beach. Uh, Very true. You know, and, and if that happens, you know, and the Heat would take that game and then it turns into that, you know, will Giannis, you know, uh, actually step up and, uh, you know, finish somebody off uh, situation. And I, I, I don't know. Uh, the Bucks are just – the Bucs did in game two what the Bucs do all regular season anyway. When they're up, they run it up big. Right. When it's a close game, it's eh. I'm so glad you say that because that's exactly where I was going with it, right? It sucks that we have the same take. But, yes, the Milwaukee Bucks play great when they have a big lead. When they have to play catch-up or they're ahead by a little bit, you're a nail-biter if you're a yeah. Bucks fan. You're not sure if that's going to be a win or not. That is the M.O., of the Milwaukee Bucks. It has not changed in three years. It will not change in three years. They're like Chris Paul in franchise form. That's exactly what the Milwaukee Bucks are. There is not another gear. They either go all out on the fourth gear, they dominate a team, or if that, that team gets lucky and can match them on that fourth gear, they get run over or they get caught up. I mean, that's just, just how it's always been for the Milwaukee Bucks. If the Milwaukee Bucks get out of this first round, they, of course, if you see on your screen, they will end up playing against the Brooklyn Nets right now. If you had to see between these two teams who are playing very well, who's the better team right now? Uh, I mean, I think the Nets for sure. I mean, just because the Nets haven't even haven't even broken a sweat and they're dropping 130. They haven't That's even, true. you know, they haven't even even played a game really, and, and they've looked better. I I don't I don't trust the Bucks. I never have trusted the Bucks. I never will trust the Bucks. And the Nets will just run them over like a speed bump, in my opinion. The, the Bucks will try to run up and down the court with them, and next thing you know, they'll score 150. I really I just wish, don't trust them at all. I really wish, as I'm having some technical difficulties with my right. camera, I really right. wish that the uh, that the uh, Milwaukee Bucks um, would just seal this off. The Nets would seal off their series and we just get them competing already. I mean, that's the yep. series everybody wants to see anyways. Yep. I will tell you this. There are three things I guarantee with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets competing. One, Blake Griffin will dunk on Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's number one. That will happen. He will show him up. Number two, James Harden will throw a basketball at the head of Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's definitely <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> and and number and number three, 
KD will block a Giannis Antetokounmpo shot. That's just going to happen. All three of those things are going to happen. Yeah. They're going to be statement things in the series, yeah. and we'll have ESPN, ESPN salivating all over those storylines. But that's exactly what's going to happen, and it's really going to be geared all around Giannis because all three of those guys have vendettas against Giannis when it comes yep. to some sort of thing that's happened in the past. So it's absolutely yin and yang with those two teams, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, for you Miami Heat fans or for people listening and you're a Miami Heat fan, and what about my team? Um, I, you know, I think it's a good thing to say you wish you had Victor Oladipo still available for you in that midseason trade. Um, I still think Houston won that trade now that he's not playing. Olenek would be a fantastic catalyst for you when you're coming into the series against my against a, a, a Milwaukee Bucks team, team that's bigger. But what do I know? You know, what and do the I know? Heat, and, and the Heat are just missing that something. Like, they just don't have that magic that they had in the bubble. It never really coalesced really all year. They kind of got hot enough to make the playoffs, but it's just not there. It's not there. Something's, something's not there. Giannis loses in the playoffs against the Brooklyn Nets. He'll be a warrior. You heard it here. I don't think it. I, I don't. I don't think it really. I don't think it really matters. I. I. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, we're gonna see what happens with the balance out west with Kawhi, because I, I honestly believe that Kawhi is out of there. If Miami really does lose badly in, in a sweep or a gentleman's sweep, I could see. I could see Kawhi going to Miami. Right, I could. That, I could I yeah. could see him going back east. I could I could definitely yeah. see that. No LeBron anymore. Nope. You know, yeah. I, I could see it. So we would we would definitely have to uh have to re-engage in that conversation post playoffs, but exciting stuff there. My, Milwaukee Bucks onwards and outwards. This of course brought to us by Triple Double Basketball Academy. Again, if you are an aspiring young athlete in the Rio Grande Valley, please go check out Triple Double Basketball Academy. You can get all the training you want, one-on-one analysis from coaches, as well as being able to uh, play in statewide tournaments, Triple Double Basketball Academy. Go check it out on Facebook, Twitter, and on their website, tripledoublebasketballacademy.com. All right, we are going to go to the NFL's biggest rumors. For some of you, you've been waiting for this. For others, you're just waiting for that Dallas Cowboys raffle. Check out the ticker line. Dallas Cowboys raffle will be around 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Trust us, we know the Durain gang is loud and proud. So we expect you guys to really be focused on that again. Number four for Dak Prescott, four times of the spin, fourth winner gets the ticket. So we are excited about that. Let's talk about the NFL's biggest rumor, which of course is brought to us by the wonderful Taquito Express. That is right, Taquito Express down in the Rio Grande Valley in Brownsville, Texas. Go check it out. If you haven't, Google it, map search it right now. Taquito Express, where you can get all you can eat tacos for $7.99. That is right. And some other Late breaking news around that. We are excited to announce that we will be featuring the rumor around Blue Collar Media Group. We will be down in the beautiful Brownsville, Texas for a live expo. That means ITL, Call Your Shot, Puckleheads, uh, all the different streamers that we have. We'll be down there. and We'll do a live show for you guys, live shows, live giveaways, live raffles. You get a chance for NFL tickets, NBA tickets, jerseys, you name it. We've got it. You're going to want to check that out. So if you're interested in being a part of that, go down there to Taquito Express. More to come. Look for the posters around your community. And if you are a high school senior, we are going to have an opportunity of a lifetime for you. We have a scholarship opportunity. and We'll have more about that yeah. on a different show, guys. But first time saying it. So first time it's 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 yeah. going. We put it on the it's universe. It's going to be out there. We're excited to be down in the Rio Grande Valley in August. So we're all, all third weekend in August. We will see you guys, but we'll have an official announcement soon. Let's talk. NFL, though, for the NFL, Julio Jones is on everybody's list. And yeah. I'm going to give you a couple of destinations, Paul. You say yay, nay, and then I want you to tell me if he would be on a contending team. All right? Got you. Yeah. All right, let's start, let's start off right. with the one that is the most important, and that is, right, the Dallas Cowboys, okay? The Dallas Cowboys. Julio Jones goes to Dallas for Gallup and a pick. Are they contenders? Nay. Nay, you don't, I don't like think that. they're any more. I don't think they're any more of a contender than they are right now with the weapons that they have. Gotcha, gotcha. As long as Dak is, as long as Dak is as healthy, I, I think that that's the third. Can you know they are not any better with with or without him. Well, I'll tell you what, Durain, the leader of the Durain gang, is with us, so we will do yes. our raffle after our NFL segment. So we're excited that yeah. she's here. Thanks for joining us, um, and and hopefully more people will will tune in live. Uh, but we'll keep going here. All right, Julio Jones, top destination. I'm going to give you two more. 
All right, here we go. New England Patriots. Yes. Yeah. I like I like the Patriots trade as well. I think that he yeah. would make them an instant contender in in yeah. the in the AFC. Um, I think that the defense is, is great in New England. So I'm going to say, yay. I actually am a yay on Dallas. I forgot to give my own pick there. So yeah. I am a yay yeah. on Dallas just because you just add another star. Why not? Right. You're the Dallas Cowboys. Right. I guess, I guess, I guess you were going to always be yay there. I, I, I was, it wasn't more like a, it wasn't like a nay that they were, I just feel like they have enough nope. weapons. I mean, they put up 1800 yards in what, three weeks or something like that. Like, yep. You know what I mean? So it's. It's kind of tough. All right, Paul, I'm going to throw three more at you, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Let me give you let me give you my wild card here. Chicago yep. Bears. Nay. Not, I'm not, out not, until not. I see Fields. I'm out until I see what Fields can do. All right, and I am I am a yay on that. I actually am a Fields yeah. believer, so we're going to talk yeah. about that in just a moment. All right, Miami Dolphins. Uh, nay, they just don't have enough around it, like with the running game and, you know, they got Gasicki, but really, I mean – uh, Parker is Parker like the number two. Uh, I don't think it's enough. Not with the uh, Bills and the Patriots, what they did. All right, here comes the last one. If Green Bay keeps Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers, yay or nay? Yeah, yay. All about Green Bay. I'm actually a yay on that also. If he were to end yeah. up in Green Bay, it would be a force there in the NFC. Yeah. Um, but you know, more yeah. to come with Julio uh, Jones. I you got know? no. I got one for you because I can't right. believe you didn't mention these guys. All right, the Colts. See, I wanted to mention the Colts, but I hate Carson Wentz, so I wasn't going to go there. So, uh, yes, so yes, yay on the yay. Colts. If he were to go there, a weak division, they'd probably have be a 12-13 win team, and then they would end up making a run. I just don't think you can win with Mahomes in the in the in the uh, in the AFC. So, oh, yeah, no, uh, I agree you, there. you have to get past Mahomes. So, uh, unless you're going to have something amazing happen as well, I mean, uh, the Colts have a fantastic offensive line. They've got yeah. a deep backfield. They've got their what they believe is their starting quarterback, um, which yeah. I believe is their backup to Sam Ellinger. And then you have a defense that that is that is very stout. That Good. will be a top yep. twelve defense. So, yep. um, but Adam Vinatieri retired today, so you got to figure out yeah. where the kicker is there in, yeah. in Indianapolis as well. And if I'm yeah. I'm not Indy trained, so uh, Jet Folk isn't yeah. on today. Um, right. If Jet Folk was on, he'd probably say we have a kicker, and he would know all about it. So, <laughs> right. uh, shout out to Jet Folk, but. Um, yeah, the Colts are definitely something to think about. Um, I just don't think that they are they are there yet. I just um, think I just thought that they were really, I mean, they were a, a touchdown pass away from beating the the Chiefs at home last year. So no, you're not they're wrong. Not, yeah, you're they're not, not wrong. that far off. No, you're definitely not wrong. So I I am with you on that. I think that that that's you know potentially a a. Uh, a team that he that he could go to, but Julio gets to pick, right? He get, he yes. has a trade he has a trade clause, yeah. so yeah. the no trade clause, so he gets a pick. Uh, I just yeah. I'm not really a discussion around it, but just let everybody know Aaron Rodgers update. He is in Hawaii. He's doing well. He is with his fia is it fiance still. Yeah, fiance. He's enjoying yeah. it. Uh, you know. Please tell uh, me, Ernest, you saw the the shots fired today about that I golf did. tournament. Love it, love it. That yeah, is, I'm all for petty Twitter. Yes. Yeah, especially between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, yeah. who everybody likes yeah. to compare. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't looked at the tweet, uh, Tom Brady made a passing joke, a passing remark about a, a layup situation because uh, the Green Bay Packers decided to kick the field goal and play it safe in the playoffs yeah. instead of going for the seven points. So yeah. um, shout out Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers on that yeah. feud. Um, yeah. Now let's say Aaron Rodgers leaves. It, it kind of points to that, that he's gone. Where does Devontae Adams fit in the NFL? He's gone too. So if Aaron Rodgers leaves, Devontae Adams leaves, where do you see Devontae Adams going and fitting in a system that'll probably be after OTAs? So where do you feel Devontae Adams going to fit? I mean, he needs to go to some place with a quarterback. Um, you know what I mean? Like he can't, I don't, he could be Stefan Diggs, I guess. He could be like that. Like he could go to some place like Buffalo. But like, I just think like all the top contenders have everything you need. And that there's a big gap between the contenders this year and the pretenders. Like, I think there's going to be a big gap in the NFL of teams that win 10 games. And there's going to be a lot of teams that win six and less. Um, that's just how I feel just from seeing the schedule. Um, someplace like Chicago might work for him if, you know, 
yep. with field. But I mean, I, I don't know if about in division with that. I don't, I don't know. Um, I did hear San Francisco. I feel that's yeah. a system. They yeah. tend to have those kind of receivers in San Fran. Yeah. You know, yeah, something that like work. that. Yeah. I've got, I've got one that might, uh, that might, uh, uh, cause some lift of the spirits a little bit here. Um, what if scenario is if Jordan Love gets traded and Jordan Love ends up going to a team like Houston because they can give chips for nothing, right, in Houston. Right. Um, well, they do and, it anyway, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they might as well that get some for it. That is true. So <laughs> my, might as well be on the right end of that. So Jordan Love in Houston right. intrigues me if they decide to keep Aaron Rodgers and get rid of the GM and the quarterback. So cool. – who knows? Who knows what happens there? But here's your here's a better what if for you, Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson swap. What if? Let's just say what if this happens. Matt Ryan goes to Houston with Julio Jones, and Deshaun Watson goes to Atlanta. Do you like it? As long as like we're saying we're saying Deshaun's free and clear, nothing, nothing's, everything's done. That we're That's saying it. that it's done. I love it for Atlanta. Then I do too. I love it for Atlanta. Because they still have a young core of, of absolute weapons, and they got a a, a a a better version of Matt Ryan that they can do more things. Deshaun Watson can do more things. Um, you know, as long as he would be clear, I love that for Atlanta. An outrageous take, but I love seeing that it's in the news because Deshaun Watson's suspension is apparently going to be really small, and and if that's the case, then Texans have another trading piece again. With Deshaun Watson, they'll probably end up getting four how seconds be, because they never be real small. I've heard Ernest, two games. I mean, I've heard two games how? from inner circles. I don't know. I've heard you two gave games. people like four games for deflating footballs. Yep. This guy's touched thirty women. Yep. Like, man, it just made it just that, that just look, makes the NFL look so stupid. Like, it looks terrible. Actually, I mean, no one cares. Like. Don't act like you care. I don't want to hear any of those. Those. I, I don't know, think. I thought they care cared things. before. I thought they cared before, yeah. but with this recent out uh, news coming out, with this two to four games leaning towards two, I don't understand it. No, I don't way. understand it. So uh, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get yeah, there. Yeah. Before we get to our last segment, and before we get to the parlay ticket, and of course the Durang Gang raffle. Let's talk about a streamer who's actually live right now. That's right. Hailstorm 711 is live right now. One of the BCMG streamers um, having her big giveaway stream tonight. Let's let's kind of do a check-in here. Yeah. It looks like she's yeah. doing a Pokemon card yeah. Uh, yeah. opening. So wearing her BCMG uh, uh, yeah. jersey there. Yeah, I like that jersey. Yeah. A live looking at Haley uh, doing an opening. Uh, she she showed uh, it's a popcorn giveaway tonight. So if you aren't familiar, yeah. t- twitch.tv slash hailstorm711. Great giveaways from gaming equipment to popcorn to uh, gift cards galore. Go out there and, and check it out. That's twitch.tv slash hailstorm711. Shout out to Haley there. Excited that you're doing your thing. Um, all right. Fantasy football teasers before the big raffle. We're getting there, guys. 8.30 p.m., the Duran Gang. Hope you guys are all here. We're excited. Four spins, and we are going to see who the winner is of those Dallas Cowboy tickets. Uh, fantasy football teasers, here are your 50-50 shots. We see we have heard the news that Joe Mixon is lining up at all wide receiver spots in offseason camp, and we've heard Alvin Kamara is taking a bit of a step backwards. So if you are a fantasy football player and you have the choice – Joe Mixon or Alvin Kamara? Paul, where are you leaning? I'm not touching Alvin Kamara until I find out what what went on. We saw a bit of it last year when Taysom Hill was the quarterback. He went, he went in the toilet for whatever, the four weeks or whatever it was. Um, you know, his fantasy value plummeted. And if Taysom Hill is going to be the guy, I don't want anything to do with Alvin Kamara. Um, not that I really want anything to do with the Bengals offense because <laughs> you didn't go too. out there. Yeah, you know I mean, you didn't go out there and protect Joe Burrow. So yeah, line him up out there. Line up another person that could possibly block somebody from killing your quarterback. You dummies. Yeah, I'm completely with you. The Bengals did not get any better on that line, so you don't expect anything fantastic other than comeback games. And the right. comeback games, if he's lining up as a wideout, that may get you some more points. Right. I'm leaning Kamara, but it's a small margin, and it's a very slim variance between production output. I'm, the higher upside want... might be might be mixing, to be honest. It, it, way, so, way better. Taysom, Taysom Hill 
is going to be an absolute stumbling block in that offense. They're going to go from dynamic to (laughs) – That makes me extremely nervous for the New Orleans Saints. Okay, let's go to a rookie battle. You've already talked about it a little bit, but I'm not sold. Trevor Lawrence or Fields in Chicago. And I have to ask you first, who are you leaning towards when you talk about week one onward in their offense? I will only say Lawrence because that's the only reason Urban Meyer is there. Urban Meyer had an entire year to think about how he was actually going to build this offensive franchise around this one guy. Correct. Um, the Bears, they just always get it wrong. And what what's the what's the Allen Robinson situation going to be like? Um, you know, you, you you got Cole Komet, but then you got thirteen other tight ends, and the and and the weather situation is, is not awesome. you know what I mean in Chicago and Green Bay and stuff. And there's going to be a lot of garbage time for Lawrence, a lot of learning time. You know what I mean? Like where they're gonna, you know, he'll put up two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter and 125 yards. You know, when they're down 40 to two to 10. You are you're absolutely right. However. Um, I just I want a caveat of anybody caught. I didn't say Fields' first name. It's because I work with the Travis Fields, and I always say Travis, <laughs> and I didn't want to get that wrong. So Justin Fields yeah. um, in Chicago. So um, if you are having to repick or you're doing a rookie dynasty league, or my money is that Lawrence has the longer upside in the system that's going to be built for him. But I think Justin Fields will have the better numbers in his rookie season than, than uh, Trevor Lawrence. And here's why. Um, Nick Foles. Uh, is going to be a fantastic on-the-sideline quarterback. It's already been proven. I mean, having Carson Wentz there and 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 growing with Mitch Trubisky, I think Fields is going to come into an area. Um, they not only have Nick Foles. Who else is in in Chicago as a backup? There's another your guy. Boy, your boy. Your boy. Oh, yeah, Red Andy Rocket. Dalton. That's who I'm missing. The QB1. Yeah, Andy Dalton is the Andy, – Andy Dalton and Nick Foles there and has so much knowledge yeah. and experience to help you grow yeah. as a quarterback. Um, yeah. Absolutely love it, and I think he does step in. He has that mentality, and and – um, my father has followed him for years, so I think he's going to have that instant success there in Chicago, and that defense is just going to have his back. So um, yeah. I think Fields is a choice. Let's do a quick one here. Lamb or Judy, year number two, who are you going with if you have the choice? Yeah, give me CD. As long as Dak, oh, is, healthy, as long as Dak is healthy, uh, that offense is going to generate. I mean, we've seen it. Like I said, we've seen it last year. It's going to generate yards. It's going to generate um, – it, it might take a slight – backing because the defense is going to be better so you know what i mean like they might um get a little bit shorter fields maybe and maybe not be in as many shootouts and maybe uh you know grind some out in the fourth quarter where they're not throwing as much but give me lamb to make you know a huge leap forward lamb will be the wide receiver one in fantasy leagues he will also be the wide receiver one in dallas i expect dallas to utilize lamb in all different areas on the field including the running back position He's going to be a stud for years. Dallas Cowboy fans that are on here waiting for your raffle. It is time to do that raffle, yep. but you have yep. a stud in CD Lamb. Everybody who is watching, if you're here, um, you know, you are usually going to see the, the Thursday parlay ticket, the ITL ticket. Uh, Paul, do you have two games for tomorrow that you wanted to call up before we do this raffle? Yeah. Um, in NHL, I got uh, tomorrow, I got the Canes to close it out. And then on the hardwood tomorrow, uh, give me the Bucks minus one and a half. Fantastic. I have two games for you, starting off with the Los Angeles Lakers minus six at home. I'm taking that with the Portland Trail Blazers minus six at home, taking both of those with ease. Very excited. That's your parlay ticket. Canes, Bucks. Trailblazers and the Lakers. I don't know why the Trailblazers gave me so much of a stumble. Let's talk Dallas Cowboy tickets. People probably uh, thought that uh, I had a a frozen screen there. Um, I'm getting the wait signal from the gang leader here. Okay. They want to wait. So we're going to wait for the all clear. We've already made everybody wait this long. Uh, we, We wanted to hit it at the hour mark. Uh, we're at 53 yep. minutes, but we are at 8.30. So give us the green light there. Um, and before we do that, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Dallas Cowboys raffle. So 
if you are a person who likes to have raffles or has stuff that goes on and you want to have a streaming platform um, that goes out, we have gotten the two minute warning. So two minutes and we're going to do the raffle. Um, Then, then you can come and and talk to anybody at blue collar media group, including my show, the interlab podcast, Um, the Duran gangs, what I'm calling it. That is my mother. So excited to have you uh, utilizing this platform. Um, and excited to feature the wheel spin for tonight. Gamer Bugs, I see the question on here. Um, I see, I see, how do I enter for the Cowboy tickets? It was a local raffle. Um, People bought their entry tickets into this. So 50 people enter, one survives in the wheel um, that we're featuring tonight. So let's go ahead and show the picker wheel so you can see what we are going to do. Um, Very excited for all of you. Good luck to everybody. Um, We are going to spin at sharply 8.33 p.m., Central 833. time, 8:33 p.m. Central time. The first spin. Yeah. We're gonna do the first yeah. spin, and yeah. and so you see it here. We have your numbers listed. I have your list of names, so you may not see your name on the screen, but you definitely yeah. see your number. Um, and we will spin this button. So uh, we four are time. we four will spin time. it so don't four get times. Four don't times. Don't get so excited. If you hit spin one, don't get excited. Okay, you did yeah. not win yet. Spin two, spin three. Do not get excited, even though it says right. winner number. Number right. four, the winning yeah. spin is number four, and that is what's going to be the winner of the Dallas Cowboy tickets. That is right, the Dallas Cowboy tickets at home in Jerry World. Wonderful seats yeah. between the 30s, and you will be yeah. able to see them play against the Carolina Panthers, an up-and-coming team who is fantastic. Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey will be in the building. You'll get to yeah. see um, uh, the 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 – loud and proud former Baylor head coach, uh, yeah. Art Riles, Matt coaching Roll. up that team. So all you yeah. Baylor Matt fans Roll. out Matt there. Roll. Matt Roll, sorry. Riles. Oh, my gosh. What am I talking about? Jesus. Yes. Yeah, who is this guy? Shit show. Matt yeah. Rule is who's going to be yeah. leading that charge. And yeah. um, I believe it's 833. So we are going to start off with yeah, our see. first spin. Again, this is not the winner. I don't want to see a bunch of hate. Number four. Number four. We are spinning four times. No matter what you see on the screen, we will tell you if this is the winning spin. Here is spin number one. Would have been number 16. Would have been number 16. Number 16 would have been the winner. Um, However, like we said, how many spins, Paul? Four. Now we have three. Three left. We are doing four spins. So, Edith, I am so sorry you did not win this one. Here comes the second spin. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine would have been the winner there. That would have been Rolando. Rolando, I'm so sorry. You're not the winner yet. You have a chance. We have two left. This is the runner-up who is not going to win anything, but the runner-up here is the third spin. Number three, good old number three, could have been, could have been that winning. Here we go. Here we go. Sorry, Sylvia. Sylvia, (laughs) oh man, Sylvia, that would have been awesome. Here is the winning spin. Everybody is still eligible. Nobody has been rolled out. Fifty contestants. Who will win the Dallas Cowboy tickets? Trying to make sure I don't have any stoplights or stop signs. I think I've got the all clear. We are going. Good luck to everybody. This is number four for Dak Prescott. The Dallas Cowboy tickets versus the Carolina Panthers. 36 and 36 is going to be David L. Congratulations to David. Congrats, Very excited. Congrats to you. Way to go, David. Very excited for you, David. Um, you know, <laughs> 12 is Gamer Bugs lucky number. Uh, I hope David was watching. Um, there was no rule that you had to be watching to win, but very excited for you, David. Enjoy yeah. the game. Um, yeah. man, go decked out <laughs> those tickets. Yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. And, and, and yeah. shout out to mom, Durain. uh, awesome job utilizing this. I hope more of you use, use the platform, but, uh, we're excited yeah. for you. BCMG here to help you guys out. And for all of you watching who didn't win, you can also have a chance to win Dallas Cowboy tickets and tickets of all kinds at our yeah. BCMG expo down in Brownsville, Texas. The weekend of August 21st, we will be down there. Come on over and and come get tickets, come get jerseys, come get a chance to do all that. Um, and and very excited. All the congrats are going out to David. David, uh, yeah. reach out to Duran. Duran will get those over to you. And 
a special shout out and thank you to all of you who came on tonight, not only for the raffle, but for any part of the show. Uh, we're very excited to be talking shop with everybody. This was a filler episode. We're glad you guys came out. Um, but of course, next week starts the NBA draft rundown. We start our, getting down to business with NBA playoffs, NBA draft, and some fantasy football. So stay tuned, guys. Again, I am your host, Ernest Silva, at the Sport Jeans, where you can find me. At Into the Lab Pod is where you can find us on any social platform. And of course, Paul, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find me over at bluecollarmg.com. You can find me on Twitter at SealCurtainPEH. Um, just keep following both of us. Uh, follow uh, the main account, too. Um, we're on all social platforms, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Um, we're really trying to have a great time down in uh, the beautiful Brownsville, Texas. Uh, Taquitos has been a great uh, sponsor and in inviting us down there. Um, and we're really looking to do something back for that community that's done so much for us. Um, so definitely think about it. Definitely think about coming out. Um, follow our shows for giveaways, prizes. Um, and just thanks to everybody that came out tonight. Congratulations, David, on the tickets. Um, it's always great to, to, to go to an NFL game. So congratulations, buddy. And there, there we have the name, David LaPierre, 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 maybe that, that yeah. sounds right. David LaPierre, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. He reached out to my mom, Doreen and, yeah. uh, congratulations. Everybody. Thank you to everybody coming out and you guys have a wonderful night. Good luck with the bets and good luck with the ticket. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app and follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today. Today.